0: Whoa! I am so excited to be back to the third episode of Charisma! So, so excited! I feel honored to have the singular privilege to be here with you! <laughs> I am here with you, trust me. I am here with you. I can see you right now. Alright? So I, ha- I am so excited to see that I have the opportunity to show you how to become a magical personality that people love, respect and admire. So if you have not listened to the first episode, I suggest you go get it. I have released the first and the second episode. In the first episode, we talked about the myth of perfection, in the second episode, we talked about the self-love deception, and here we are on the third episode, which is going to be the last myth that I'm going to talk about in this series. Of course, I have other myths, but for this particular program, I just want to focus on these three, all right? So you, you might just want to get those ones so you stay on the same page with me. So in this third episode, I want to talk about the myth of becoming a noun. So as to get something. It's as simple as the sectors because I didn't really know how to put it in simpler English. The myth of becoming a numb so as to get something. So you know that idea that if you wanna be if you wanna get this, then you have to be this. Now it's not always a lie, most times it's true. But my problem with that myth is that it is half true. Okay, so uh what i'm gonna be doing today is to talk about the other part of the truth i'm not saying outrightly that these suggestions or assumptions or opinions are entirely false i'd be lying to myself if i do that because it's not true the truth is they are true but they are just half of the truth so you need the other half of the truth and that's why i am here today so i'll share my experience with you many years ago when i started Uh, my public speaking training programs and i had afro so i used to carry this large chunk of hair afro hairstyle and people would say to me something like responsible people don't carry afro now it used to bother me it used to bother me i'm like i don't understand the relationship between responsibility and your hairstyle like how do people really define responsibility? Is it like family responsibility? Or are they talking about personal hygiene responsibility? Because I don't just get it. But then they give you some examples of CEOs in the bank, you know, people that you really respect and admire. And the truth is, many of these guys don't carry afros. And that is because they never even pay attention to some other responsible guys who carry afters. So, but the point is that many years ago, people used to tell me that if I want to look responsible, I need to cut down my hair, right? I I don't know if I still believe that today. I think that's just one part of the truth, right? If if you have a problem, say for instance, you're struggling with stage fright, and someone recommended my program to you, and I show up to train you, and I have a very nice Afro, by the way. Uh, It's not like a scattered kind of Afro. And I am the guy that will train you and I will get, and will help you to get results faster. Trust me, you wouldn't care if my hair is tall or short or whatever. You, you want my help, not my hair. You know, so that's the other truth, right? So, another point, another part of what I used to see or I used to get when I was coming up in the industry is they say, don't be too playful. People will just respect you if you do. Now that is half the truth. If you're too playful, people will take you for granted. That's true. People would take you as an unserious person. That is also true. But what is not true is that it always happens. To so some of us, being playful is just one of the ways we also connect very quickly with people and build relationships that are more, more much more friendly and much more intimate than majority of other people. So I think when people bring up this truth, they totally neglect the other part of the truth. That being playful is actually a skill, okay, and it's something that someone can choose to use or can choose not to use, but you don't have to generalize. That people who are playful will generally be disrespected. Trust me, I've seen some very successful people who are very, very playful, and if you have sense, you wouldn't disrespect them. Because you're not respecting them because of how they act or not act. You're respecting them because of who they have become. That is the most important thing. All right? It's like it's like having a, a time out with your boss. No matter how the joke is, you know, your, you know your limits. Because, hey, she's your boss or he is your boss. All right? So the third one they used to tell me, because I'm sharing my experiences. There are so many of them out there. But the ones that have happened to me, the third one, is they say something like, no one will give you a job if you are not living in Lagos, or no one will give you a job if you're not driving a car, or no one will give you a job if you're not, you know, people have different assumptions that are just funny. And yeah, sometimes they are true. Uh, Some other times, many other times, they are not just true. People don't just get their priorities right. For instance, let me give you this before I say uh, what I have here on my slide. Uh, did you notice that most entrepreneurs, especially in Africa, I don't know about the other world that would be in Africa, when they talk about the secret of success in business or the secret of success as entrepreneurs, many of the things they are pointing at are the things that the big companies are doing. And the assumption is that these big companies were doing this thing when they started and that was how they got to where they are. Truth is, and I dare you to go and do your research. Many of the companies you are mimicking today did not, did not do some many of the things they are doing today that you are trying to copy. Facebook did not start the way that many of our tech companies are starting with so many so many things, so many gimmicks out there. They started with something small, something proven, and then they scaled over time. The same thing with Samsung. Many of the companies we are seeing today didn't even start with the particular product we are seeing today. They started with something entirely different. They saw a market shift and then they jumped at that opportunity. Many of them never had logo until after many years. Many of them never had website until after many years. Alright? But today you see people trying to say that if you don't have a website, you're not going to get a job. That is half the truth. It doesn't always happen. Right? And when someone wants to give you a job, trust me, most times, they don't even ask you for your website address. Most times, not always, but most times. Because if they want something to be done, they want something to be done. And it doesn't matter what you write on your website. What they'll be looking for is proof that you can really help them. So here is the truth. The whole truth is that the only compromise that works, okay? The only time that you are allowed to change a part of your core because of uh, your career or something you're pursuing is when that particular part of your life has repeatedly affected you negatively either it affected your success or hindered your progress so here is what i told someone uh, a few months ago when i when this same question of my afro came up i said if i if i am bidding for a job and the manager or the CEO of that company says, you know what, Steve, this, this, this particular project or this particular contract is worth, say, 50 million or, or 20 million or even 10 million. And the, the thing now is we are having problems with your hair. We we'll would need you to cut your hair so that all our executives can concentrate and listen to your voice and be able to benefit from the program. I told the guy, I'm gonna cut my hair. Why am I going to cut my hair? Because obviously my hair is going to cost me $10 right? But the one I don't understand is cutting my hair in anticipation of something that I don't even know when it's coming. Because the point of it is, at the end of cutting the hair, it still doesn't give you the job. It still doesn't bring you the clients. Because clients don't come because you have or did not have hair. They come because you have results. They come because you've proven yourself. You've worked hard to put yourself out there. And when they come, they want you to give them results. They don't want you to tell them about your lifestyle, unless you're into lifestyle kind of coaching or something like that, right? So here is another thing that I want you to pay attention to. And this is very important. I don't know if you've noticed on social media and in different other platforms, the fake expert syndrome what i call the fake expert syndrome so the idea is that you have to brag about your accomplishments show people how successful you are be seen as a huge major success on social media drive good cars wear good clothes and that's the way to get people to respect you to pay you for your services and blah 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 i mean look at what i'm going to show you now look at all the contemporary pastors that are coming up in Nigeria for instance the first thing they do is to suit up right they wear good suits, classy suits they come up with iPads, iPhone, and they have these wonderful shoes and they fry their hairs and when you listen to them you are disappointed now my problem is not with your dressing or your packaging my problem is with your content give me a good content that is in alignment with your package i'd be impressed but give me an impressive package that lacks a good content i'd be disappointed i don't really care about your packaging the most important thing for me is your content now we are not saying that packaging is not important that would be lie on its own we're just saying that the strength and energy and amount of money you're investing in packaging could have been invested in Content And if you invest it in content trust me even when the packaging is not there Excuse me even when you don't really look like that that other very expensive person. The truth is it's just a matter of time people excuse me People will realize how great you are and would want to do business with you based on recommendations So avoid the fake expert syndrome package yourself it's very important packaging is very good but most importantly focus on what is more important what is more important is you is your capability your skills your expertise that my friend is what is more important now the next thing I want to say is the truth the next truth that people often ignore is that when people have problems say for instance their daughter is dying or their dog is dying and or they have a sick fellow in the house and they need they need someone to take care of it what they need at that time is someone that can get the job done right they don't care if you're driving a Ferrari they don't care if you're earning 10 million US dollars a monthly basis what they truly want is someone to help them and how you can do this is to be the person that has the proof the proof of concept the proof that what you're doing works that is what you need Proof that what you're doing works. That is why in business, in sales and business training that I've done, I tell people that traction is more important than business plan. Because traction shows me that your idea has proof that there's customers. People are already using it. I don't care if they're using it for free. I don't care if the number is just 300 or 500 what i want is for you to show me that there are people real people out there who are impressed with your idea and they are already using it that is that to me is far better than giving me a business plan that i knew you probably hired someone to write for you and speak a lot a lot of impressive grammar that you will never even use okay so what you should focus on is trying to solve people's problem and to demonstrate that you can solve people's problem and sometimes the truth is you also need a little compromise to prove yourself and how Here is how this works sometimes you need to compromise okay so these clients you know uh, they are not that religious or they are very religious and so you have to just blend in as one of them just to get the contract it's just a compromise okay of course you're going to come to a point in your life where you don't work with people who don't align with you but when you're still starting sometimes a little compromise i know why i'm saying a little compromise because there is a way too way too far way to go about it a little compromise might just be cool right a little reduction in price a little uh Forgiveness, a little letting go of certain things and not being bothered about maybe this person's this or this person's that might just be what you need to prove yourself. So here is a point again in the myth of becoming a norm, so as to get something. The point is you don't always have to compromise to get something. And you don't have to you don't have to focus on the external things the impressive things the the paparazzi right? it doesn't always sell. <laughs> I didn't say it doesn't sell I said it doesn't always sell that if I had a choice to choose paparazzi and to choose content, always I will always choose content because I know that content will bring me more results and more money that I will use to Feed and fill my paparazzi the Paparazzi most times when people finally encounter you and experience you and you don't have substance and you don't have anything to offer them apart from your flashy fancy shoes and clothes and a nice car they will be disappointed and they will never be back again so now this applies also in leadership some people look like they are intelligent some people look like they are smart and what happens when people when they open their mouth people actually see oh this person is not as smart as he, as he looks this person is not as brilliant as she looks what happens they are disappointed so if you come into a leadership position where you need permission to lead people or you want to lead people to a place you might just want to focus on being instead of looking be the smart guy be the the understanding guy be the guy that has real knowledge instead of looking like that so I've come to the end of the three myths that people have regarding attraction power And influence as you know you have the power to create attraction you might not be beautiful but you can create attraction attraction is different from beauty beauty is something that comes through certain elements uh, some of which can be naturally endowed but attraction is a an approach attraction is a tactic attraction is a strategy it is something anyone can do let me ask you this have you ever seen someone who is beautiful but she's not attractive again have you ever seen someone who is attractive but she's not that beautiful I want you to think about that you can be attractive even though you're not that beautiful. It's a matter of understanding where your power lies and in subsequent series that I'm going to be releasing Probably in the series four or five, four and five I'm going to be showing you how you can build up your power to become that compelling attractive person that you want to be You want to be that person that people love respect and admire. You want to be somebody that, that has an aura of power you know people see you they feel your sense of power they want to be in a relationship with you forget about the thing people say that you can't have friendship if you're broke it's not always true if you have power you can be whatever you want to be despite what you don't have in place now we're not saying you should not have what you should have in place in place we're just saying if you don't have them but you still have your power you can get them and you can use your power this is most important you can use your power to get whatever you want remember that you're powerful much more powerful than you think and in this program charisma which i will bring in the sixth the, the the fourth and the fifth episode for you is exactly the program you need to prepare yourself for that kind of lifestyle my name is steven michael and i am the founder of the speech masters academy also the principal at the fordacs training academy and i look forward to working with you or your organization if you want me to hold a train with you or your organization you can see my number you can see my website call me and chat me up let's talk about it let's see how we can help you or how i can personally help you take you through guide you show you some exercises show you deep show you on a deep level and coach you and bring you to a point where your personal power becomes something that people talk about in your absence and in your presence. Till next time we meet, this is me saying have a wonderful day. Bye for now.